Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Today's episode, I don't really have anything to plug, but I do want to say any given room had some really terrible shit happen to them. They had all their gear stolen or most of it. Uh, I think around the tune of like $3,000, which is just so ridiculous. I feel really bad. I've had that shit happen to me. It's no good. If uh, I don't know if they have a GoFundMe or anything, but if you guys want to go to their Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, find out, donate a little bit of money. Every dollar helps, even if it's just $1, $5, $20, whatever it is. Give those guys a little bit of help. It's terrible. I hate to see that stuff. Just damn. Uh, my heart goes out to them. I've been there. It sucks. Uh, I hope everything is okay and you are able to rebuild. But today's guest, Zach Smith, a young kid, and I wasn't really sure what his age was, but he comes in, he's young, he's into everything, and I'm just like, oh my God, finally, somebody who is like, not where I've been, but is seeing all the things I saw at a young age, and I'm just like, oh man, what a great conversation, I can't wait to tap into this, you know, untapped resource, so... Ever, you know, the conversation's really good. Uh, I can't say enough about the guy. He runs Your Arkansas Music. He is out there trying to promote every band of every genre from basically all of Arkansas on his own. He's doing a really good job. Give him a like. Give him a follow. Do the Instagram stuff. This is a really good conversation. Everybody enjoy the episode. All right, here we go. We're back. <laughs> How's it going, man? Uh, it's going pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I actually went to go see a couple movies last night. I saw a couple. Well, not a couple. I mean, uh, I saw. Well, I watched one uh, one last night called The Lighthouse. Ooh, how is it? Oh, it's really good. Is it? Yeah, I. Uh, it looks amazing. Oh, it was a uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, I think, mm-hmm. uh, he did a really good job, and uh, I read. I also read that lo- basically about uh, Wo- Willem. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, Willem Dafoe. His his character was he did it like very very well, and basically he got kind of snubbed at the S- Oscars. Of course, yeah. So. That's not a surprise though. No, it's the Oscars not. are a sham. I think personally, I I hate them. No, that, like, literally, it's uh, just who has the most money. Right. Or it's, like, a, who we want. This is who we want to put up here, but not the best, because clearly those two roles had to be up there in the top for the year. Had to be in the top five. Yeah. Because even the trailers, it's like, wow, this is insane. Yeah, I can't exactly. believe it's just a trailer for a movie, let alone the actual film. I haven't seen it yet, because I've been, like I said, I've been busy moving. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been to the movie theater in a hot minute, but... I'll see it eventually, but yeah. it is good, worth watch. Oh yeah, it it is very weird. Like, I uh, the only way that I could have gotten it the first time was if you had either like a like an English teacher sitting there next to you, just saying <laughs> all the imagery, right? Someone who's already watched it or a film 
or like a film major right which i, I was lucky to have like all three of them <laughs> oh really the, yeah <laughs> they were all they were all like i swear it was almost like a classroom and we're just sitting in this dude's dorm just watching the movie i was like hey that's that's kind of cool you that know? is pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> so you're in college uh yes sir i uh i go to uca cool what are you majoring in uh currently i'm undecided mm. uh but I think I might go into some maybe communications or so. Okay, cool. So you're just getting the, ma- the like the basics out of the way, English, history, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it's just uh, <clears throat> kind of just to get out of the basics and right and more stuff. and then pick something as you go on, see what you like. Are you allowed to like test? I don't know how college works. I didn't go. I'm a tradesman, so oh. do you like? Do you get to like test out stuff? Like, well, I think I might want to do coding. Let me try this out. So basically, when you uh, go to college, you gotta, you don't. It's not like you start automatically mm-hmm. into a major. You have to do basics. So I like, knew that part. Yeah. So, but you can take classes that might go to other majors. Like oh, okay. So, let's say if someone wanted to major in geography, and what they would do is they would take some of the basic classes then they mm-hmm. would maybe take intro to geography okay i got see, you see if they would like it and usually about your first year they will tell you that you have to choose a major and you can change it okay so it's not okay. like you're stuck with one. like you're locked in like well too bad <laughs> yeah exactly oh that would be the worst Uh-oh. but you're so, did you just graduate and just go straight? You said you're 18? Uh, yes. So, you just went high school, college? High, high school, then college. Yeah, it was. Ex- then there was the summer, which I started to work more on my on, on a band. What band? Uh, I used to be part of uh, Bad Habit. Bad Habit. Was it like a rock and roll band? Yeah, it was. we uh, mainly did covers. Okay. And that was like one of the biggest summers we've done because that was... Because that was the first time we played the Rev Room, ah. and the first time we've done the Arkansas State Fair nice. like, uh, in uh, October, mm-hmm. and it was such a great experience. Yeah, it's fun. So. I just started a cover band. Well, I didn't start. Me and some friends started a cover band. It's pretty fun. That's cool. So, I, I used to never play anybody's music except my own. Like Even when I first started playing, you play guitar? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I started with, too, and I just was like, eh. I don't like this. I don't like playing other people's stuff. I just write my, I've been writing music for years and years. And uh, now I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is kind of nice. And they pay oh, yeah. way better. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. The thing is, so when you're in a cover band, you play, it's it's not like, you know, as, and I'm actually like, I, uh, unfortunately, I decided to, uh, to leave this band so I could focus on more of writing and stuff. Right. Which I am in two other bands. I am I am jo- I have joined this uh, project called Riverview, which cool. is which has Tyler Clark of Sl- of a uh, Oh, I know Tyler. Yeah, yeah, cool, awesome. Is so, it kind of indie? Sounds like an indie band. No, it's it's pop punk. It's pop punk. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And that was my stuff, so like Green Day, Blink-182 uh, and stuff. Yes. So I I was like, yeah, I would totally be down. And then I'm uh, doing a secret, little quote-unquote secret right. project, 
Awesome. Where we're going to be doing a couple shows, which I'll put up eventually. Okay. Yeah, we, well, we're good at keeping secrets. Yeah. So, But basically, when you're in a cover band, you basically you got to say, say kiss your weekend goodbye. Oh, yeah. Because uh, in, in Bad Habit, we would do like like every weekend was a show and i enjoyed it like did I you do it. a lot of corporate gigs like or just more venue stuff we we did a couple we did a couple corporate gigs mm-hmm. uh and those were really good and uh and those were mainly like private gigs or so right the private gigs are is where you'll get the most money yeah. oh like, i'm learning i'm learning that yeah. yeah they pay stupid money for Stupid money for, for like two or radio three hours. Rock. Yeah, two or three yeah. hours of just shit they know. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Wow. Yeah. And <laughs> it's and like my band can write a whole, take two years, write an album, put out music videos, do all this press, blah, 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 blah. Shows like, eh, here's $200. But you, we play like three hours in a mall courtyard and it's like, here's $600. Here's $1,000. Yeah. You're like, what? And it's like, I feel, and then you look at like all your other stuff and it's like, really? Like, how come? <laughs> exactly. How come? That's my biggest question because it's uh, it's a little frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I like try to go to more local. So like, uh, mm. I really wanted to go to that, uh, to that cover show Yeah. really, really badly. Like I put in my calendar, I was going to, and I had like four other friends that were going to be going anyway. But then all of a sudden, we had a show booked that night. Oh, I was, I was like, man. But, yeah. Oh well. Got to make money. Yeah, it was it was a good time though. So it looked and it also looked very good. I watched uh, the uh, videos that were put out. So I watched, you know, the past comfort. My Chemical Romance one. Yeah, and, and then I watched Go for Gold. They did Fallout Boy. Yeah, yeah we just I, released ours like two weeks ago. Yeah, I watched that and that looked really, really awesome. That was hard. That was actually like it was kind of surreal because we, my band, we don't play first a lot, but we knew we had to because we were up against the whole pop punk genre, like those, like those bands. And then Bane yeah. was right after us. It was just like sort of strange to be the first band for the first time in a long time. So it's like I don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> it's like the first because. One, it's not my music. Yeah. I'm playing somebody else's stuff. If I screw this up, everyone's watching. It's like so it's like more nervous than I would normally be. And then two, it's <clears throat> can we sway them to be having fun with us, even though we know clearly they're here for the other stuff. Right. And uh no, it was awesome, man. It was electrifying. That whole night was so crazy. I still will remember bits at, like as time goes on. I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. Man. What a crazy night, <laughs> man! I, uh, like I, I like what I've, I've uh, seen a bunch of bunch of your band stuff, and I've I've like uh, started to listen to a lot of it. I think I have y'all guys on one of my uh, Spotify playlists, and, possibly. Uh, but, but yeah, that show it was like. I remember just watching y'all's bit and how the crowd just went crazy. For, yeah, for a few times. There was a couple times where I was like, oh my God, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's nice when everybody reacts the way you hope they do. Yeah. Because, you know, you never know. You really don't. I mean, we played in, like we did a tour a couple years ago with this other band I'm in. And some nights would be like, I bet this is going to be awesome. This time and it would just be the worst. 
And then you'd go to a town where you think, ah, who knows? And then it would be amazing. And you're like, see, you just never know. It really is just a crapshoot every time you walk in the door. Really? Yeah. Well, I just, you know, especially being like in a heavier band, that stuff's kind of on the bottom scale these days. Right. It's like hip hop, pop, pop punk, stuff like that is where the all the people are going to. So you just never know. Especially we like to play mixed bills. So that's even kind of crazy on our behalf. It's like, yeah, let's play with pop punk bands and let's play with a rapper and let's play with a hip hop artist and let's do all this weird stuff. And it works. It's, I like it. Oh, rookie mistake right there. <laughs> I can't believe. Hey, stop, Justin. What a loser. <laughs> yeah, I put that over there. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> but so you play guitar 18. How long have you been playing? I've been playing for about five years or so. Really? Uh, yeah. And but and uh, usually my influences were I started in listening to pop punk. So my first my first like band that I like kind of worshipped and like wanted to learn every song and sing every song was Green Day. First CD I ever bought, Dookie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that I think I think mine's. Like I fir- I first got like uh, like two songs from Dookie. It was uh, Basket Case and Longview. Great songs. Yeah, and and I and I wanted to learn how to downpick, kind of. There kind you of go. Like that. Yep, I love downpicking. Yeah, that and you know, and I just thought that was like the coolest thing <laughs> ever. And then I started looking into other bands like Rancid, Blink One Eight Two, and getting into more of that stuff. And I was like. There's a lot more stuff, and then I started getting to heavier bands. Yep. And, and uh, yeah, ever, I listened to like everything but country and stuff. So I listened to like you know, like I would go from like uh, Breaking Benjamin to like Attila. To yeah. Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in that boat as well. When I do listen to music, it's kind of just whatever's on. But my my wife, she loves all music. So I'm just like, here, you take it. Because I'm just like, all right, that's whatever. So long as it's not like overly poppy, I'm usually fine. Right. I, do, I enjoy heavy music most. I'm, I'm just, that's just, in, it's just in my nature. I love just, uh, just makes you revved up. God, want to do something. You yeah, know. it makes you want to go punch the wall. Yeah, or whatever, <laughs> or build a house, or whatever. Like, so whatever. I'm not, like a, uh, I, you know, when I'm doing like tile work, if nobody's around and I don't have a podcast, I want to listen to just straight to heavy music. It makes time go by. Oh yeah, get you in pumped up, you know. Or the gym too. Oh yeah. If you ever in the gym, it's just like that's the best music. Just, ah, yeah, that- I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Punk's good for that too, though. Oh yeah, definitely. I think one of the best bands i've seen live was this band called leftover crack and oh cool i've never seen them live but i've heard a lot about them yeah they they were really good it, i went to uh, i saw them at vino's cool it was like a four there was four there were four bands mm-hmm. putting them on the bill and uh, and the thing was you know when i go into a mosh pit it's i i don't like you know the overly aggressive I like to, you know, just have fun. Just the push mosh style. Just the push yeah, mosh. I'm I'm with you there. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say that like I absolutely hate, you know, the, the hardcore dancing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But but 
I will I'll just go into the pit for the push mosh because yeah. I don't want to get hit. Yeah, it's rarer these days too to see a good old fashioned push pit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to go to the bigger show, like the more radio friendly shows. I think to get those underground, you know, at least all the stuff I see is a lot, just a lot of you know, hardcore dance and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't want to get hit. I'm yeah, just, I'm good. I'll sit on the wall. Feel, yeah, I don't feel like it. And that's the thing. Like, I think, uh, I think like there should be more, more of that. And I thought those were like the most fun pits. Like when I went to go see Attila and, mm. uh, was that at the rev room? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a push pit. It was just really you know, just, yeah, it was just everyone <laughs> like when, well, the first band, like, uh, I think it was mismanaged came on there. Yeah. And which they're a really, really great band. Yeah. And, uh, they had some dancers going they on. Had, they had some dancers yeah. and I was, and I was, you know, just like jumping up and down and like screaming. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I get elbow in the throat. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, man, that's like, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't hard at all. It was just, <laughs> that's it, hilarious. it just caught me yeah. off guard. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> God, what? Oh. Yeah, and yeah, but I think uh, I think it stopped right after that, and it was like one of the best nights, and that was my first time stage diving. Oh, so. yeah, I can't stage dive. I'll crush people. That's <laughs> way too fat for that. But it seems fun. Oh, it man, I I always have a blast. I there's only like three times that I've stage dived. Really. I, I've I've done it at Attila. I did it at uh, when I went to go see Kubai Khan. Oh, at Vino's. Yeah, that Vino's. was a sick show. Oh, I loved it. That was, was so good. I brought I brought one of my friends who doesn't really listen to that music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he likes more of the pop punk stuff. So that so I wanted to bring him to check out Past Comfort and Go for Gold. Yep, because they're you know local, and. He was like, man, this is a fun show. And then all of a sudden, Orthodox comes on. (laughs) And he's... And that's when, you know, I see someone, like... That's when you see, like, four guys, like, start to... Spread it out, yeah. Spread it out and start, you know, windmilling. And he's like, what is going on? And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't go in that. (laughs) So... But, but yeah, it was, that was a really fun show. And my, and my girlfriend, she was, she was like, Hey, Zach, if you do not stage dive, you are a wimp. Oh, now the game's on. Yeah. Now the game's on. So I stage dive and I made it all the way to the bar. Nice. (laughs) So I, I thought that was the best like thing of the night right there. There's a good crowd to do it too. There's a lot of people there. Oh yeah. There was, there was, I couldn't believe there were so many people there. It's a good bill, man. It was stacked yeah. up. It was a yeah. tier, tier Anthony Tiernan show. He he did a damn good job with that show, man. It was I was like, wow, this is really nice, really yeah. well done. Yeah, that was. I, I'm I'm a I've uh, thought about for you know art, your Arkansas music to mm-hmm. actually put on shows instead of uh, instead of having uh, 
to, pr- you know, promote. Like I would do that too, but right. I've also thought about you know doing like showcase a, shows. Yeah, showcase. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like your Arkansas punk, your Arkansas rock, your Arkansas metal, your Arkansas country. It's a good idea, man. Especially if you can get the promotions right and the venues right and get good bands who want in on that. Right. That's a good idea. I mean, in this, you know, I. We'll jump right into that. This this area needs stuff like that. It needs people with drive that want to do, you know, unique marketing styles, unique shows where it's like this it's like this pad, packaged like entertainment thing that you're coming to. It's not just a show, it's right. a whole ordeal, you know. That would that's a great idea. How did you even come up with this? Like I was gonna ask how you even got into rock music, but you kinda already hit on that, but uh you know, especially nowadays because rock's just not as relevant as it was. It's unique to find kids. Kids, I say that because yeah. I'm like almost 36 years old, but uh, you know that are just getting into it, and you're like, "Wow, that's crazy! I didn't realize it was still out there for kids to get into." Cause I'm disconnected from like school and stuff. But what drove you to like start the your Arkansas music page? What was the whole like idea behind it? Just well, when I so I started this around October or so. Mm-hmm. And, and basically like, I, uh, I have a lot of friends within the scene. So like, I, I know the guys from dark from day one Cool. because they were, uh, cause, and I went to see some shows and they promote mm-hmm. a lot and they would probably have like 50 people come and it would be different and it would sometimes be different for other bands. Cause some bands will just do it the day before and yeah. it will have a sold out show. And which that's a really good thing. So I feel like it's more of like just people just don't know what's going on in Mm -hmm. Little Rock. And I wanted to change that. Make like a hub. Make like a hub. And I didn't want to do just a just one specific genre. Like I have, you know, I think my first my first poster was like of a recognizer. Oh, yeah. And recognizer. Mm -hmm. And I listen to them, and they're really, really good. They are really good. So I promoted them. Then I started, you know, wanting to go in. I, like, put a couple hardcore bands on there. Yeah. I put a jazz combo on there. Then it got, Then there was a lot more country. Then there was death metal. Yeah, I, there's a lot. Yeah. And I just wanted to help people out, and that's why I... I'm not charging anyone. I just say, hey, just send me your stuff, and right. I will post it. That's great, man. So yeah, and a hub is something that yeah, a lot of people would be want like oh, a spreads like this, or kind of like more magazine style, where you're fighting for space and it's kind of locked into a couple of genres, maybe not supporting everything. Yeah, but I think I think that's a great idea. I, I like that idea a lot. It's a good approach too, and I think concerts. From that, especially once you build a brand and an audience, man, that'd be, you could do some really good, good stuff with that. Right. You know, what, uh, so you've started in October. Are you on like, I guess all social media platforms? I know Instagram. Uh, currently I'm on, on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but I'm also on uh, Facebook. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes I'll even just go. Are you in the uh, Bringing the Scene Together Facebook group? I think so. The one that with uh, Kurt and uh, Anthony that started the group? I'm pretty sure I am. I'm really bad at 
all that stuff, but I think I am. Yeah. Well. I see the post, so I guess that means I'm in there. I'm not sure how it works. <laughs> I'm really, I'm kind of, uh, it's, it's a little bit past my knowledge of how all that stuff works. And sometimes I'll just hand my phone to somebody who's younger than me and be like, here, you do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, but yeah, I would, uh, I would go on there and say, Hey, what shows are coming up? Um, uh, just let me know and I'll post it on, on the Facebook. So they'll send me the links to, to different, to the different, uh, pages for the, for the show. So like, uh, all the, I would also get invited. And if you're a, and I would also say this, if you're a, uh, Band, like a musician and mm-hmm. another musician uh, posts want, invites you to something do right. not disregard it just say like you could say at least like interested or just press going or something yeah just to help the uh, the algorithm like oh people are actually engage yeah. the engagement that's the word which is ridiculous that that's how those algorithms work out like oh the more people that mess with it the better we're going to push it to other people even if they follow you Right. On purpose. So you have to kind of play the system a little bit. That's the only thing I don't like, like jumping through hoops to get something accomplished. And that's what the internet is, I feel like. Yeah. And if people could just be like, well, I know if I want to go do something, like go check out your page, like if they had it book, bookmarked or whatever. you have any like aspirations to go to like a website, like a dot com or anything like that? Yeah. I've uh, I've thought about doing... Uh Doing something kind of like uh, kind of like the metal injection of oh, the cool. Arkansas scene. So basically, Pretty cool. yeah, like uh, and it wouldn't it would be like uh, like I would put stuff like which band got signed to a record label, what right. show do they, what uh, tours are they having, and uh, and have like I have these big things, and I've and I'm also thinking about like having different people like help me out with it and are you doing this alone right now uh yes sir it's just you huh as of right now so. is, is it getting uh, like uh what's the word like too much has it become too much yet uh as of right now uh not really mm-hmm. uh because uh when i when i usually um get these uh, flyers and stuff, mm-hmm. or they would usually come in around maybe three or four at a time, mm-hmm. and usually I would just say, "Hey, I'll post it," and and sometimes I'll even go to the show to promote them and stuff like that. I don't I don't think it's that much work. I'm I'm doing right. the kind of bare the minimum the minimum to at least help support someone right it's not like i'm not saying like i'm not gonna i'm only gonna do the bare minimum i'm gonna do as much as i can on my end to try to get anyone's stuff out right so like uh i i posted some like when you i think you you guys are having a show with with uh Uh, pedal weather and honoray yeah yeah that's this oh so this will be tuesday so yeah this friday yeah yeah and uh I might actually have to see if I, and it's at the Eyes Up House. It is. Yeah, I've always wanted to go, so I'm. I might actually try to. That's a good one, man. That's a. That. It's a. Uh, the bill on that's actually really cool too, because pedal weather. I've dubbed my personal self. I've dubbed him as a grunge gaze. It's like shoe gaze, but grungy. Wow. I I really dig it, and Jeremy's the vocalist, and he's 
done a really amazing job and the whole band the whole band's awesome i've seen them twice now and i'm like this is going to be something like you, it's got a super nice vibe to it but then honor ray is like a heavier thursday taking back sunday kind of thing but they're heavier so it's like it's kind of not what you expect really it's 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 a actually kind of refreshing for like that whole style yeah i I don't know to call it emo or whatever you would want to call it but uh it's like that and then we're us just crazy heavy so the whole night's just gonna be like awesome i think yeah that uh... it's free like, really? Yeah, it's free. Man, I mean, if you want to bring a donation for Honoré because they're coming from Memphis, yeah. great. But like, other than that, you don't have to. It's just walk in the door. Uh, I, I, uh, when I when I saw that, I was like, man, that looks like a really, really, really good show. I think it's going to be super fun. Oh, and I bet I'm gonna. I'm. In fact, I might try to go and I might try to try to grapple someone or yeah. Or more people into coming with me. Totally, man. Bring a so, few people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like going to be in like insane. Uh, our shows really, I mean, we have like mosh pits sometimes, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to be too crazy, especially the first two bands are like, you know, like indie. I don't even really know how to describe it. Indie and emo, I guess. This is a really good lineup. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I, I, uh. I can't wait. So. Have you been to a show recently? Uh, recently, um, um, I think I, I went to, uh, to the Punks for Paws. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I had a blast. Dude, that was um, a sick show, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> and I went, uh, so I did, I didn't know this, but that was, that was Anchor's first show ever. Yeah, first and show. I was like, I could not believe it. <laughs> they did amazing. Yeah, like I was like, I was like blown away, and I knew a buddy of mine. He's in a band called Loose Ties. Cool. And uh, he came to the show with me, and he brought his lead singer. And what was cool was like we were, we were there, and then all of a sudden, anchor comes on, and like you already see people just starting to. Starting to say, "Hey, you're gonna come off with me. You're gonna come off." Right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, man. Just don't hit me." <laughs> so <laughs> let's just keep it friendly. Come on. Yeah, let's just keep it friendly. And there, and it was just such a great show. And I had, like, I don't think I. Well, this has been one of the most fun shows I've been to a a lot of good shows at Vino's, and this is definitely one that's gonna be held up to a high tier i could see that man it was it was a christian and all those guys the people who threw it together the benefit aspect of it like the yeah. bands did amazing the lineup was killer it was just a perfect night really yeah, exactly you it know it was just it was just so perfect like it all went it seemed like everything went according to plan i'd say so so it was it was one of the most fun. They raised a shit ton of money. Yeah, like a lot. I think it was like fourteen hundred dollars or something. Yeah. for the for the bit for the uh, Arkansas uh, Association that helps animals and uh, gets them adopted and stuff like that. Great. Yeah, it was it was such <coughs> a good thing, and I I did, and like I talked to Christian, and I was like, dude, this was. Such an amazing show! Like, I think he's gonna start doing it like once a year. I think. 
Yeah, that would I would and I would be there every single time. Man, if you keep stacking lineups like that, a hundred percent. Yeah, it was exactly. I think every band kicked ass. I can't think of one band that I was like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah, you know, sometimes even even my bands, it's like sometimes you just get an off night. And you're just like, oh, well, there's yeah. always the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing about you know playing in a band. You don't you you can't perform consistent. Well, it's when I say that, I mean it's hard to perform consistently. Perfectly. You, like yeah, yeah, consistent, like yeah. consistent and perfect. Was like your gear if your gear breaks down, like that that's happened to us a thousand times because we're so terrible to our stuff. Like, we treat it like garbage, and we paid thousands of dollars for it, but we're throwing it and stomping on it and just doing idiot stuff, and you would think we'd know better by now. We're all in our 30s, but we're still just like, no, I'll kill everything. (laughs) Man, there's a, usually when I'm I'm on stage, so uh, I have this one guitar named Eli. Is that your hollow body? No, it's my- From the photo? uh, it's my uh, Telecaster. It's Ooh. my little Telecaster, and uh, oh yeah, it's it's yeah. not it's not exactly like that. Yeah, this is a Nashville Tele. Ooh yeah, I I really like that. But I rewired it. See, I put a Seymour Duncan. Uh, I can't remember the Hot Rails. Oh, Hot Rail. Yeah, the Hot Rail, right in the middle wow. there, and I kept the lipstick and then just the regular like bridge uh, bridge pickup. But I rewired the five-way switch, so it's like backwards, so that's there. Oh. I, I don't know why I did that, because I was bored, probably. Just because you could. That's Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's like the best thing. You like, know, it's like when somebody picks up your guitar, and they're like, now, now they don't know what the hell to do with it, because it's like, <laughs> well, if you knew why, it sounds like this. <laughs> yeah, then you would be able to... Play, play it better, play yeah. Play better. So, you name your guitars? Yes, I. Uh, so there are there are four four that uh that I have names for. I still do not have a name for my hollow body yet. Okay, that's the one I've seen. It's in your profile picture, I think. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, like I that was like that picture you saw. That was, I bought that the day of. Oh, nice! <laughs> and played a show? show. Yeah. Nice. Was, yeah, like I I looked at it and I was like, oh man, it's green. It has three pickups, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna show up." And <laughs> what, what, what uh, is it? ESP or it's a Gretsch. It's a Gretsch. Oh, yeah. And oh, I fell in love. Love like, Gretsch, man. Yeah, and and what I and what I love about it is like I I literally like we do in Bad Habit we would used to do like a bunch of punk songs and stuff. Okay, cool. So and I would play that. Oh man, the three pickup setup for punk is pretty sweet. Yeah, like it would, and it just gave it that more monstrous tone. Mm-hmm. And especially if you move to like that metal position, the bait, like the bait, the drive of the guitar. Woo! Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the hollow body's already more bassy. I think just just because you got a lot more t- like low end tone on it. Yeah, chunky. I guess is the word you'd use. I don't know. I I like you. Know, I, I I thought of them as you know. I thought it was just. Like kind of, kind of beefy. Like beefy. There you go. That's a gooder. Tone. Yeah, gooder. It's been a long day I'm talking oh, like man, an idiot. I, understand. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Ibanez hollow body with Ooh. a Bigsby, oh, and it's yeah. really nice. But I'm, I'm not guitar stupid, but I've never used a Bigsby, and I tried to restring it, 
and I failed miserably. So now it's just been kind of sitting, and I feel really bad about that because um, it's a sweet guitar. Man, the Bigsby's are just hard. Yeah. I, like I am not look like I love my guitar, but I'm not looking forward to restringing it if one breaks. That's why I like I'm like super. Why I'm more or less easy on the. See, on, if I was smart, I would have did it one at a time. I would say because it would have held its positioning, because yeah. it was set up. You know, you buy it, it's set up, but. I'd, I'd cut them all off, and then the Bigsby like set back, and I was like, "Oh no! I didn't know it was gonna. I didn't know it was like tensioned. I didn't know it was gonna do that." Yeah. So then I was like, "Wait!" It was like kind of like right here, so I got, got the uh, the high E on to try to like put the tension back on the big. Oh man, it's all jacked uh, up. It goes out of tune like every other time you play it. Yeah, I, I need to take it to someone, but I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, it's man, big. I love Bigsby's. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, cause I, I would listen to. I would sometimes listen to like Rockabilly. Yeah. And, and also like Chet Atkins, cause he would sometimes roll roll around with the Bigsby. Right. And how how did you get into all this stuff, man? Was your dad like into this kind of music or? So so funny thing, my dad he listens to more classic rock and okay. he listens to like punk rock, like Irish punk rock. So like you say classic rock, like Led Zeppelin and the Beatles and yeah, like so, older stuff. So like the older Aerosmith, older stuff, and and then like eighties, and he has a specific part of the 90s he uh, okay he preaches 90s is not classic rock which i kind of agree with that's it does it sounds nothing like what any, we would consider classic what we rock would consider yeah. but and because he listened to like you know uh he would listen to pearl jam Soundgarden, stone temple pilots stone temple, like all that stuff yeah and he would listen to all that where so my dad loves all that, and then he listens to like Dropkick Murphys, Flogging Molly, oh, yeah. Social Distortion, and like the punk. That's where I got the punk stuff. Then you have my mom, with who listens to everything from the '90s, so like Nirvana and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then she listens to Slipknot. Whoa, your so, mom listens to Slipknot. Yeah, she listens to Slipknot, <laughs> Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson. Oh, your mom's and, awesome. Yeah, and. I remember, so we went to go see Seether at the Metroplex. Cool. And, and she was like singing, like screaming along to fake it, you know? Yeah. And I was, and uh, yeah, it was such a great, and. It seems like a really awesome moment. Like you look yeah. over, you're like, my mom knows the words to this rock and roll song like that. How cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, uh, and we would be, when I, when I uh, used to be like. Uh, drive with my mom to school she would literally have like a slip down like all hope is gone that's crazy <laughs> that's and, crazy my mom listens to country and that's it some classic rock but man it's country music all day every day and i'm just like i could never imagine my mom I would, my head would leak out of my ears if i saw my mom listening to slipknot that's cool man <laughs> Yeah, and and, uh, and the thing is, she and I, I and I listen to like heavier stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to op- like open her, open up her like uh, ears to like uh, all of this other stuff. So I'd show her like Attila, then I would also show her 
uh, like Whitechapel and oh, okay. Son of, and started like showing super her. super heavy. Yeah, I would also show her like the new band uh, levels, and we also have friends who play in these bands. So like Luke Shoemaker and Signal Forty Seven, then Son of Mars uh, from Day One, and we know and we're friends with. All, all you have a lot guys. of. I was gonna ask that too. You got a lot of friends in bands. Yes, that's uh, so cool, man. Where did I, you go to school? I went. Uh, I went to Catholic. You I went to Catholic. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, wild, man. There was not obviously. There's not a lot of musicians that hang around at Catholic. Like right. I, and uh, the the only way I somehow got in into the music scene was uh, there was a there was a when I was in Bad Habit, the bass player came to one of the jazz performances that I was playing at, and he was, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I I like how you play. Do you want to come Sweet. come join a join a play with us for a little bit?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." That's so, pretty cool, man. So, and then I started to meet all these other people. Like, I met uh, Josh Stewart. Yeah. And uh, he was the one that kind of helped me get into the music scene. And he helped, and he like introduced me to like, to uh, to the guys in Levels. He introduced me to the guys in 13X, McEwen. Right. And, and Alice put me in, in along mm-hmm. the music scene. And yeah, you get in, you start meeting new people. Then before you know it, you're like, "Oh, I haven't seen this." But okay, cool. I'll go to that. Now you're interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's totally uh, not the exact same, but yeah, kind of the same. A friend of mine was like, "Yo, come to this show," and I listened to like top forty radio hits, which in my day was like Corn, Limp Biscuit, you yeah, know, like uh, new metal stuff. And uh, then you just start going to these shows, and you're like, "Whoa, this happens here? Yeah, all the yeah. time for like way less money." I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That and the and the thing is like I thought to myself when I was when I was like new to music and mm-hmm. new to guitar was like, man, there's just not a lot here. It's like, all on yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all like just it's it's not in plain sight. It's not. It's it's all at Vinos and just like different different shows of the yeah. Rev Room or Stakey's. Well, like when I was your age, it was a lot different. And it was in plain sight, but there was like 10 venues to choose from and it was a much larger ordeal, but everything just kind of went away. And now you have like three venues. And if you're not into jazz and stuff, Stickies is out. So really for the heavier stuff, it's like you get two. Yeah. You got Rev Room and you get Fino's. And now we have the Eyes Up House occasionally, which is awesome. Shout out to Will. Yeah. But, you know, it's so two and a half. Because he only does like a show a month, sometimes two. Right. Uh, it, it's a lot different now. I could see how you would never even know about it unless you just happen to pop into a Facebook thing. Yeah, and there there used to be like a di uh, a DIY venue called the Hot Box. What and was that? It was. So I remember because I also like when I was when I was uh when I was still getting better at guitar, mm-hmm. that's when I started to look at, I found the first pop punk local band that I knew of, Slit Grip. Slit Grip, yep. And that was like the first one I knew, and I was like, I have to see these guys sometime. And I remember they, 
I think it was Dustin. He he uh, I was like, hey, when do you guys have a show? And he's like, we got one at the Hot Box. I was like, where's the Hot Box? Yeah. And it was like, and I live in Montmel, and it was like, yeah, it's like 30, 45 minutes away. I was like, wow. I've never even heard of it. Was yeah. it in, is it in Conway or? I think it was like in it was like somewhere around Little Rock. Really? I don't I don't know if they do it anymore, but I, I've never heard of it. That's interesting. That's, that's that's at least what I remember. Like I could I could be totally. So was that one of your first like four years into like underground style at a venue? Um. Well, I was. Well, that was. I was not able to go to that show. Oh, okay. I but gotcha. I really wanted to, and that I was kind of, I kind of saw like, is there more? I was thought to myself, is there more stuff like that? Ah, that was and, the seed. I oh, gotcha. And then I, then I met Josh, which, which he then like took me. Well, he invited me to the Metroplex mm-hmm. for, uh, for this thing called Hardcore for Homeless, which had like six different bands, I think. And the first band was McEwen, the Fe- Federalis, Thirteen uh, oh. Hooker Red, Thirteen X, and it had all these different bands on there that were more more or less kind of smaller, but they've played like really really notable stuff. Right. Like, uh, uh, I think Thirteen X opened for POD. I think that's right. I think I remember that. Yeah, at yeah. the State Fair. Yeah. And then like uh, I one and uh, I know the guitarist uh, Natal. He plays in Dark from Day One, oh. and he was telling me that he about all the bands he's opened up for. And I was like, "How have you opened for these <laughs> bands? Like those are really really big bands." And he would because he played he played at uh, Edge Fest when it was still right when it was still a thing. Yeah, yeah, like. He was like, yeah, I played with uh, Avenged Sevenfold, uh-huh. Chappelle, Skillet. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just thought that was like the coolest thing. Then I started going. Then a friend of mine uh, named Tristan, he has a band called Heyman's Wrath. I went and that was. What do they sound like? They're kind of more grunt. They, they're, it's kind of more grungish. Okay. And basically, and they also have a band band they were playing with called it's called Heyman's Wrath. Heyman's Wrath. And it's a dope ass band name, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I heard it and I was like, man, that sounds like Where are they play they play around here? Yeah, they they live in uh Little Rock. Okay. And uh we'll check that out. Yeah. He invited me to the show. So it was then it was them, it was Jeff Coleman and the Feeders, which was more or less a cover band. Okay. And then Sabine Valley, which hmm which uh, I uh, I got to know those those guys and they're really really good. Is it all originals too? Or yeah, all okay, originals cool. and their stuff is like indie indie meets punk meets grunge, like and it's just you can't really have like a label on them. And I like that. I might actually enjoy that. I like labelists. Like hmm, I hear a bunch of things. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's because they, I just say, no, nah, that's just Sabine Valley. Like they don't have a, they don't have an label. a label label. They're just them. That's pretty cool. Well, that's cool. And that was the first time I've gone back to Vino's to be, 
because I only went there once to eat pizza. Right. And but that was it. Yeah. And then I went to go see a show, and it was it was cool in there. And then I went to go the next time I went to go see Signal Forty Seven with uh, Three Miles from Providence. Okay. And Exit from Dark. Yeah. And that was a really really good show. And then I started to go see like all these different punk bands and hardcore bands and stuff like that. I was like, man, Vino's is like huge for this stuff. It was, uh, that was my first, f- like that in Juanita's was a place back then. It's like South on Main now that used to be Juanita's. Yeah. And like those two spots when I was your age was just like every weekend. That's where I was. Didn't matter, didn't matter who it was, and that's how I, you know, then you go enough, you start meeting people, same kind of thing. Yeah. Start getting in good with the door guy. Then next thing you know, you're hanging out with the promoter. Then you've, you know, you're wheeling and dealing now. Next thing you know, you're hanging out with the bands. Oh, you want a job? You want to work? Yeah, sure, I'll do some production. Boom, now you're on a production line, like. Yeah, and I remember, uh, I remember this uh, one I, when I play, when I first played the Rev Room with uh with my with my old band, we, I was talking with one of the security guards, and he was like, "Hey man, I think I've seen you somewhere." I was like, "Uh, well, I've been to this show, I've been to this show, I've been to this one." Yeah, you're the one that's that's like uh, always in the mosh pit, and you're like the <laughs> smallest dude in there, even. And, like, we always think that you're, like, going down, but you're okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) I was like, I guess that's me. I I know all those security people. I wonder who it was. I'm trying to guess who would say that to you. Uh, It was, like, the dude with the hat. Okay. Uh, But, and, uh, and I remember also, uh, that night, like the night, day after, I left something there, mm. and I think it. And I went. To, I called uh, the guy up to see if I can go get it, and so I go up there and I saw that there was this tour bus that was sitting up there, and there was like a big drum set and everything set up. I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he was like. Uh, uh, the it's uh, the lead singer Blue October is here. Oh yeah, and I was like, and you're just letting me in to get my stuff. He's like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. you don't seem that bad. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna freak out. Man. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're gonna go all fangirl. Fangirl, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but yeah, and I, I kind of, and I felt like awesome. And then, I, and what was funny was like another friend of. Mine, who is also who who played the same night as we did, mm-hmm. he left some of his stuff there. So after we got our stuff, we just put it in our car, and then went to go get a bite at the Flying Fish. Mm. Yeah, uh, how, uh, playing the Rev Room is awesome. My favorite part is the sound. Yes, it sounds so ridiculous. That was a mo- uh, most of that is from the village. Like, their subs and stuff came from the old venue. Did you ever go to the village? The village? Probably not, yeah. yeah. It's where everyone used to go, and then now it's they tore it down. It was, a, it was the best. I've seen, like, every band under the sun in that building. Man, that's but, cool. Yeah. That was, like, the worst. But I guess you'd have probably been like, oh, my God. You said you're 18? Yeah. yeah you'd have been, like, 
twelve or something. Probably. Yeah. I. Do you have a? Do you have like? Do you have a lot of people your age that you know that are going out to shows like you are that are finding all this stuff? It is a constant question of mine. See, I'm, I'm, I hate to say I'm out of touch, but I'm trying to relearn what, I guess, younger people are even, how they are even finding this. Because back in the day, you just kind of showed up. You just because that's all there was. There was no, you know, that we didn't have the internet. It didn't exist yet. Right. So it's like it's such an it's an intriguing topic to me. Like, do you have like? Friends that you're like, oh yeah, man, you have to come see this band, and now that now they're coming out because at that Punks for Paws show, I think ninety percent of that crowd was people I've never seen at a show. Yeah, that what was the thing is like for for uh, people who are my age. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's any the same with anyone else, but uh, my my parents were really cool about having me do do all this stuff like they they support me like they they come to concerts my first concert was with motley Crue and that's alice awesome. cooper that's so, awesome and they're and and yeah like it was and and uh and then i went <clears throat> they like to go to shows like that's our that's our family thing like, that's awesome so <laughs> i remember we went to go see flog and molly and social distortion and like and like I was in the pit, and you know my my brother, he's not a big concert guy, but mm-hmm. he enjoys it. And then, but my dad, you know, he's singing along to like drunken lullabies. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then my mom's sitting there, just happy to be there, right? Because she doesn't really listen to Social Distortion; she only knows that one song. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, and we we just love to go to shows like. Uh, but I'm not, the thing is like I'm not sure if anyone else does as mm. as much as uh, and other people because you have like a unique situation where your parents are awesome want, yeah. apparently and want to go to I, shows. I remember so one of my friends I always try to bring her out to a show, but she was like, uh, you know, Venus is just her, her parents just say that scary. It's, it's it's scary. It's not a safe place. Oh. Even even if you go with ten or fifteen friends, you're not safe. That's not true at all. And and I'm like and I'm like even if the thing is you're walking in with a group of people and walking out with a group of people. Yeah, that's. And and the thing is like I I've gone to shows where I literally knew no one and came out with friends. Uh, came out with 10 or 15 people that I had Facebooks to, and we go to shows together. There you go. And yeah, yeah like I, the original social network going out and meeting people. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is like, again, with Vino's, I know it's, it doesn't look, you know, or, you know, it's old. It's, the building's old. The building's old. Then you, and then if you're a walk <coughs> and the thing is, it's not very lit. You no, know, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's the streets the are the streets are pretty no. dark, yeah. which I'm like, it's uh, on the outside of downtown, which that's probably the scariest part for that person's parents. Like, oh, my God, the outskirts of downtown. Absolutely not. Yeah. Which, you know, in the 90s, the early 90s. Yeah, that would have been cause for concern. But it's 2020. 2020. <laughs> every if you if you go missing, people will know. Be, exactly. And that's not going to happen anymore. Like, yeah, the, they have good staff. They have good, you know, every and like. Uh, 
it's just, that's just not the way it is. It's just honest. not the way it is. I, I walk around down there all the time alone and I've never been. Exactly. I, I'm granted I'm a giant dude, but at the same time. Yeah. With your w- group of friends, you're going to be fine. And, and also like, I feel more safe at Vino's than I feel more safe at Verizon Arena or, uh, mm, mm-hmm. or, uh, Simmons. I think oh yeah, Simmons Bank Arena now. I'm I'm God. still gonna call it Verizon. But yeah, well, when I it was Alltel when they built it. Yeah, yeah, That's whatever. That uh, you know how there's like you know the Generation X uh, yeah. millennials, right? Right. No, no, we're gonna identify each other by w- how we <laughs> how call. How you call that building? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the TCBY <laughs> Tower, which is now the Simmons Bank Tower, which is just crazy. To yeah, me. exactly. But but the thing is, I feel more safe because. I know people over there, mm-hmm. like, like, and you know, people are not going to be mean to each other no. most of the time. It, it's it's more of just a, they're actually doing it for to just have fun with it. Yeah, and then you have uh, Simmons, which is more of like corporate, like Live Nation always would yeah, usually put a they, show. Yeah, that's which, who's going to put a show there is Live Nation or Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster, some, something along those lines. And yeah. the thing is, they don't... Usually, this, uh, the people who run it, I'm not going to say anything bad about them, but it just doesn't seem like they, you know, if some... They, they want to make... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But they want to make sure that, n- like... Nothing hurts on like in like the insurance. Like I remember going to see a show there, and and uh, there were security guards in the crowd to oh, make yeah. sure there were no mosh pits. Yeah. Which I'm like, what's the? P- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I kind of I kind of see their side. It was like I, I've worked production for those big events and stuff like that. And when you have you know, 10,000, 15,000 people and something gets out of hand. It's it, terrifying. I mean, I worked a venue, 700 people and there was a fight breakout and you're like, Oh my God. Even when it's just 15 people and there's only five of you, that's you're outnumbered, you know? So it does get a little scary. And, and I have friends who own venues who have been sued by people who got hurt from moshing. So it's like, yeah. And you would think, well, you're you're the one that started it. Exactly. Man. You were in the. You knew what you were doing. Oh, you broke your arm. Well, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Not, Why that are was you not our. Someone? That was not our fault. <clears throat> but because it was allowed, and I, it was probably more the parents, yeah, than the kid. But at the same time, it you know I I do get it a little bit, but it is lame. Yeah, it's like oh, you have four hundred security guards down here. Making you, sure no one does anything except stare at the stage. Yeah, yeah. And the thing, I went to go see, uh, I went to go see Stone Sour. Okay. When they, when they came and Palais Royale, that they came uh, to the Metroplex. Oh, okay. And I was there, and was that was sixty eight? Yeah. Yeah, that, I missed that show. But man, the sixty eight did very very I well. I love sixty eight. Like, do you know his old band, The Chariot? Uh, no, I do not. <sighs> Are they good? Do you like? Chaos in your head? Yes. They're the best chaos band of all time. Listen to Chariot One Wing. This is their last album they ever put out. It's a masterpiece. I love that album. I'm going to have to the, look that up. I, I think you'll dig it, man. If, especially if you're into like weird timing. They are the timing signature gods. 
Like huh. just everything is weird. Everything is crazy. And it doesn't stop. It never stops. You're like, <laughs> you, you think you're going to get a slow song? Nope. No. <laughs> and then no, one that's... song, they flip it on their head and they're like, here's a Western. And they do a Western <laughs> song. That's like a spaghetti Western. We would something you would think was in a movie. And it's like, no, it, this is in the middle of this chaotic, like wild ride. We're going to take you this on. Is, this is your, this is your little, yeah. little break, even though you're confused during the break. Yeah. That guy, that guy, the front man of that band is named Josh Scoggin. And he is just a wild individual. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I watched and, uh, some of my friends who came with me, they don't listen to this music while I'm like vibing with mm-hmm. it. And they're like, they're like, what the heck? Is it's like this? blues heavy. Right? Yeah. The 68 is strange. And, uh, and they, they kind of liked it, but, the, but you know, then Palais Royale came on. Yeah. And, and, uh, one of my friends who kind of listened to that, she, she liked it. And then I was like, Hey, I'm going to go start a mosh pit. So, <laughs> so, so I literally went up to, and I was like, Hey, we're going to start mosh. And he's like, bring it on. So anyway, I started and like, and like fit, then five people turned to 15, 15 oh, yeah. turned to 25. Then all of a sudden a security guard came in and tackled one of them Come on. and like threw him out at the Metroplex. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I was like James. That's the guy who was doing those shows. Oh, I I don't know if it was shameful. Again, I don't I don't know if that was you know his like thing. That's just well, it probably was. Again, insurance man. Yeah, but still, when when you have to to tackle someone, that's probably more detrimental and cause for uh, like bodily harm than the moshing was. Yeah, like I was I was just. Pushing around, having yeah. fun. Then all of a sudden, you see this guard come out of nowhere and tackle and someone, just spear somebody. Man. Yeah, and then he's like, and he's like screaming, like, "If this happens," and he's like, "You better not do this again, or I'm kicking y'all out." Of and, course. And the thing is, with the Metroplex, once you get kicked out, you can't go back in. Nope. Not like not even if you left something outside. Yep. So. Yeah, it was in only. Once you're in, you're in. If you're out, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh that's a bummer. Exact. Like <sighs> I I kind I do miss the Metroplex, but I do too. Like I a I, bit. I saw the Dropkick Murphys there and that yeah. was such a good show. I, I miss that we have a mid-cap venue. I miss that there cuz now we have you play at Vino's or Rev Room, which is like I think Rev Room's capacity is like 600 or you play fucking Verizon Arena. Exactly. It's like okay, so from six hundred to fifteen thousand, there's no in between. Yeah, there's no like two thousand cap rooms, which I think theirs was like, the back room was like two thousand, and maybe the main hall was like five. That's good. Yeah, we need those cap rooms, but we just we're just we don't have one right now. I feel it's I like f- a weird limbo. I feel like if we would if we were to have like a mid cap room where. Where I understand within insurance stuff, because I think it, the reason that it did not really work out was because of because of um, the staffing. Like I was looking at a bunch of different reviews, and it was like three out of five. And you uh, see, you see a bunch of different people commenting, and I'm like, man, I I loved it because of the shows that I went. Right. Oh, they brought great acts. Now, there's one yeah. thing Aaron and James are good at. It's getting acts that are 
like you're like, wow, I can't believe you got this. I used to work with those guys. Yeah. And before they did that, those were the guys who worked at Juanita's and owned Juanita's at the end. And, you know, they, man, they brought some of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Through the city. I, and, uh, and the thing was, I think like Drowning Pool played like uh, one of the last shows. At I think you're right. Yeah. And I and I thought that was like the coolest thing because and, and they lost that because that place sold. It wasn't anything they did really, but like the guy that owned the radio station that it was attached to, like sold that whole entire place to Lumber One. Wow. Yeah, that's what actually happened. Uh, man, <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's worse than you thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought I thought it was just because of uh, just people didn't go. I, no, no, not really. I mean, yeah, they had some losses, but it wasn't like it wasn't too bad. It wasn't detrimental. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I and the thing is, I love those types of types of shows and like uh, me too, man. They're the best kind. Yeah, like as much as I as much as I would love to go see Guns and Roses, you know. It's just so expensive, and besides, it does not yep. feel like an intimate show. It's not, and those guys are past their prime, and you see it with a lot of acts now, too. And, like, it's like, yeah, I, they would have been amazing, like, 30 years ago before I was born. Yeah. But I don't want to pay $300 to watch geriatrics try to do what they used to. I don't want to see that. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, when I went to go see, uh, I went, do you know who Crobot is? I do not. They're, uh, think about kind of like a... The dude's voice has the sound of Miles Kennedy. Okay. Interesting. And, and the guitars, bass, and drums all like play play along with each other. Kind of like, you know how Rage Against the Machine has that like basically they're layering on top of each oh, other. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's cool. And it was like bluesy and it was like it was just something you didn't expect at what all. What was the name of it? Crobot. C R O B O T. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, that sounds dope, actually. But, and I went to go see them. There were 15 people in the bar, and they're not—they're not from here. They're—they actually UK band. They're a touring. They're a touring band. Oh, they're just not from this state. Yeah, they're okay. not. Oh, gotcha. So, and I think probably about several months later, mm-hmm. I hear them on the radio. Sweet. So and. Uh, and like it was, it was such a cool thing because they actually played the song on the radio live before it went on the radio. Mm-hmm. It was like they didn't release it. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, I love when that happens. Yeah, want to hear a new one? You'll be the first ones. Hell yeah, I want to hear a new song. Of course. Yeah. yeah, I I love it when I get to hear some that I've not heard. Oh yeah, you know, especially live. Yeah, because that's the version. Exactly. That's that- before they went to the studio and like. What it churched it up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. And I, and I listen. And that band, when I mean theatrical, I'm and like these guys were crazy. <laughs> I love like, it. The lead singer, he literally jumped onto the guitarist's back. I'm I'm listening to him like as soon as you leave yeah. my house. I, I, I'm so excited. Really? Yeah, the dude jumped onto his back like, and it wasn't like it, I bet they planned it, but it looked like it was not planned. Are you be, yeah. And like he like jumped on and like put his 
like got his legs under the guitar and he was like literally <laughs> like on his shoulders and he is not skipping a beat. He did nice. not skip a beat. And I was like, that is like the coolest thing ever. Uh, I, if you someone would probably do that to me, I would die. Okay, well, yeah. then you should watch Chariot Live videos. Yeah. I saw them in Fayetteville. I worked for them, actually, in Fayetteville, uh, the outdoor one. I think it's George's. I can't remember. Uh, literally the first 30 seconds, their guitar player went out, walked across the crowd, grabbed a tree, and climbed it. <laughs> Never missed a beat. 30 seconds into the show, and he's in the top of a tree playing the song. Holy and you were just God. like, oh, my God. And I was sitting there, like, side stage, like, this is the most unbelievable band in existence. I get that. I get a Fever 333 vibe from That's that. the guitarist. What? Yes. that's the, He was in the chariot. That's the same that guy. Makes, that makes, that makes sense. sense. Wow, yeah, that's that, cool, man. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna same look. Same dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to look them up right after now because they're one of my all-time favorites, man. They're so weird; it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, and I. They were like punk rock attitude, you know, like that. It just does not matter. Nothing matters. This is it. Like we're just here. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Let's play crazy. And, uh, you know, like their, their slogan was like, this stage is your stage. This microphone is your microphone. As in, if you feel compelled to come up here and do whatever, do it. Or if you're down there, do whatever. We're all just here. Do whatever. Yeah. And they would, they're the most bananas thing you'll ever see. It's, it's the wildest time. I wish they were still around, but they're not. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of my mentality with, with something. Cause like, so I do not. I do not like uniform right. stuff. Cut like with co- cover bands, it has to be that, which I am not. Which I love because it it just makes everything easier. Right. But yeah, when you but when you want to do like something like like uh, when you want to do hardcore, if you want to do punk rock, I feel like it has to be there because when because when you uh, go to Vino's, it makes the crap makes the show seem better. I think like, so. Like I, I don't think the bands are the thing that makes the show, like which they usually do. They usually have a great, great deal of it. But I think the crowd, the like the bet part of the show is in the crowd, because if you, because the thing is, if a band is playing up there and everyone's standing around not doing anything, yeah. Um, it's going to make people, it's going to make the band feel less, you know, and they might not do as much. They might not do as much. Then it's going to reflect back on the crowd. We have, we have a policy. You do one, one person gets the same show as a thousand. Yeah. So if one person shows up, Hey, we didn't do our job. Shame on us. Yeah. And I've played those shows. I have played a show in front of a single person, you know, that wasn't the other band. Yeah. Well, you screwed up. You get to play in front of one person, make no money, and you. But they get the same show as if you played in front of a thousand people. That's always been the motto. Go crazy, regardless. Exactly. Just put the show on. But I think it's both, man. I think the energy feeds energy. Yeah. I think if you come out the gate swinging and you do things right on those first few notes, and you let people know, yo, tonight's the night. We're here for crazy. Yes. They're like. Shit, man, I was kind of tired, but I guess we're going to be crazy tonight. All right, cool. And then they go crazy, and now you're both going crazy. And it just... And it feeds off of each other. Oh, the energy is 100% transferable, you know? 
like you can be some of my like I'll be like I you might have experienced this you'll be just like so pissed off at your bandmates and you're just like I hate all y'all just don't talk to me like today sucks I don't even want to be here and then the show starts and the crowd's like hype and you're just like oh I was wrong everything is good yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the thing. That's the that's the joy about playing live, uh-huh. is because or or even just going to a show because the day could be the worst day of your life. Yeah. Until you hear, until you strike the first chord or hear the first chord, then everything turns into Isn't it crazy euphoria. How automatic it, yes. Yeah. It's like automatic. You can be mad plugging the guitar in like I hate this and. Say it's a G chord. You strum that chord, and you're just like, "That ah, was wrong. This yeah. is awesome." <laughs> yeah. Once you hear that first bit of like distorted guitar, uh-huh. and then the feedback that comes out of it, that makes the show just, you know what? This is okay. Yeah. This is this is great. <sighs> I love it, but I'm love like yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have been doing it this long if I didn't love it. But yeah, that. Like, uh, and I'm, I'm starting, uh, two projects and one of them is going to be, and, uh, one, we already have two shows lined up, uh, the, the secret one. Yeah. Nice. And basically this one, like we're, we're working on it and it's going to be like this, you know, grunge, grungy, like crazy kind of band. I like it. Cause like if. If you ever see me on stage, I am never standing around. Like I will, I will absolutely jump into the pit to like mosh it. along with everyone else. If I wasn't attached to a drum set, I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the, that's my favorite thing to do. Is like mm-hmm. you know, just entertain the crowd because because yeah, they're coming to see you. That's right. They wasted their night and, paid and their five dollars or ten dollars or whatever it is. To come see you. Yeah, that, yeah. So you gotta yeah. entertain them. Make it worth it, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I said, uh, we're playing with Norma Jean in a few weeks, and I think <gasps> I, oh. at the Eyes Up house. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. it. First off, I'm still in disbelief. I'm not bragging by any means. I'm just like, I literally can't believe, because I, I was just like, I thought this would never happen. I thought I would never get to the shot, you know, to yeah. like play with that band. And then I, I I said something on the line like I'm gonna break my own neck from headbanging so hard, because like I'm just like one I'm thankful for the opportunity but like I'm just like I have to go the most crazy yeah I might actually separate my <laughs> cerebral <laughs> cortex and just uh, floppy head syndrome for a little while. <laughs> um, I want to kind of go back to like the um like your your website uh, it's not a website yet it's uh instagram facebook yeah you got twitter um i'm i'm thinking about making one but it's just those two right now just those two they're better for marketing especially if you're going to be like a marketed if you're trying to build like a brand which i guess that's what that would be like a business brand yeah kind of where i'm (coughs) I'm also thinking about getting a bunch of stickers and stuff i think that's brilliant i was actually going to suggest stickers yeah so then so then if you if you don't if you don't know what your Arkansas music is, I'm gonna. Oh, dude! Sticker, you. sticker slap the bathrooms at Vino's, the stage, those little, those little, uh, like uh, monitor boxes up there yeah. that already have the stickers all over them. Put one on each one, man. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've looked down at those and been like, hmm, 
especially if the design's good because it's the eye catcher, right? Yeah. You catch them with the design, then they're like, oh, what's that? Boom, boom, boom. Your phone's in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. Check that out. Oh, cool. Follow, you know? I think stickers are one of the best things. Yeah. I'm I'm actually thinking about, so I I have like about probably 10 or 15 stickers from like different local bands. Okay. And what I want to, and I also bought this, uh, this, uh, like light up, you know, those board, you know, those like light up boards where you take like uh, different letters and you oh, yeah. stick them in. Mm-hmm. I got one like a gas station sign. Yeah. Kind of like mm-hmm. that. I'm thinking about taking that and creating like a wall or something. Have you ever thought about setting up at shows? Um, like, I thought, like, a, like a little table, just here's some stuff, you know, I've thought about it and I, I would love to do that. I would just have to, you know, and in, invest some money into getting some stuff. Like, uh, I want to, uh, get some, get some, uh, t-shirts and stuff. Yeah, saying, t-shirts. Uh, basically saying support live music. You know, even another thing that's like cheap and sort of like functional and good, especially for like um, street events, stuff like that, postcards, man. Oh, yeah. Just print, you know, like go to Vista Print or whatever, or Sticker Mule is actually a great one too for stickers. You can get the first 10 for like free. They'll send you the sample. Dang. You come up with the design, and then you can just be like, yeah, I want to sample this, and they'll send you like 10 of them for nothing. Huh. Yeah. Great deals, man. And that's kind of, uh, you know, Kurt, we've mentioned him before. He's just like, yeah, you should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, especially with a crash cast, like this whole thing. And I'm just like, yeah, that is a good idea. He actually went and had some stickers made from Sticker Mule. And I was just like, well, these are amazing. Yeah. that I, uh, and I've also, so I uh, got these uh, guitar picks that that have uh, my face and name on them. Do you and, have one on you? Uh, no. Oh. Sadly, I don't. Uh, but basically, um, I've also thought, what if I did like little, like funny little your Arkansas music like uh, guitar picks? Hundred percent. Like that would that would just be, and it wouldn't be like anything big, That's but clever. it would just be no something like a like I would just chart like dude, get, especially a band you haven't seen, you hand a guitar player a pick with your stuff on it. Yeah, and then they could look it up, and... And they're going to use it. That's something they can use. That's a physical... That's genius. That's genius. Yeah. You should do that, 100%. But, but yeah, and I've thought about uh, st- doing doing stuff like that, but I've also thought about doing shows along with this. I think that's a smart move, man. Because if I can do... If I could do shows with this, it will definitely build... Mm-hmm. Because, because uh, I thought like when I when I first heard of the Crash Cast, I heard from the from the cover show. Oh, okay, cool. That was my first time hearing about the Crash Cast. Then I started look. Then I looked y'all up, and I was like, "This is actually really cool." Like I listened to some of the stuff, and I enjoyed it. It's kind of the same vibe. Your your approach is different, and I think we need all of that stuff. You know, mine's more of like an audio an auditory thing. Like I'm getting your story and the, you know, the, the band you would suggest to me and get their story, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and then you're, you're like a hub. People can just be like, Oh, what's going on tonight? I know exactly where to go. Let me check. Oh, sweet. Over at, you know, rev room, this band's playing. 
it's great. Yeah. And and the thing is, I love and I try not to um uh, I want to have like every genre. Yeah, non-biased. On, like Just... I don't cuz there's cuz there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff and oh, sure. and and it's very easy to become biased because of, you know, but the thing is like I love to talk to people. I love to talk yeah, to like same everyone and I would love to Definitely have you on your Arkansas music. Oh, for like, sure. Uh, be Any a part kind of, of collaboration this, is great. Like, be a part of this big Arkansas music family. That's the. That's exactly. what I try to tell everybody. Like, hey, be a part of us, and basically, this is nothing. You don't have to pay anything. Just let me know on what shows you got, then I'll post them. No questions asked. Yeah, I started doing that in like the pre-roll. Like I don't have anything to plug for this episode because nobody hit me up. But I'm glad, I'll gladly tell people where the shows are. I want fuck it. I want if they succeed, we all succeed, and we can all just help each other. You yeah, know, go up. Yeah, that's the thing. And I remember. Well, the coolest thing was uh, was when I was doing shows at Sticky's. Mm-hmm. I would see all these different bands from different genres. Like uh, my the last sticky show I did, I had the guy, I had some of the guys from like from a hard rock band, then I had some from a from a metal band, and then I, then Christian Hill showed up, and I was like, Christian Hill, like he, <laughs> I you know he he I didn't think he would <coughs> come come out, you know, right? But I see him like. Like standing in the crowd, and I was, and he and he was, you know, like cheering on, you know, and I was thinking that's the coolest thing, and that's why we need more of this stuff. Yeah. So then, people who you l- sort of look up to in mu in like right. the music scene, hundred percent, should. You yeah, know. we need more yous and Christians and all that's you know everybody doing like a part like. I can do that. I'll I'll try. You know, I'll do my part of like my version of that. Yeah, that's what keeps it going, man. That's what keeps it alive, and that's what we really lacking is a uh, a tighter, more broad community. Yeah, and the thing it's, is, you know, it's not just heavy. You yeah, know what I'm saying it is country. It is hip hop. It is you know pop punk. It's everything. Yeah, and the thing is, like uh, when I. Because I what I've noticed, so there's, you know, there's the pop punk kids and stuff like that. Then you have, on the other side, you have more like the new metal and... <laughs> sure. And, and 2000s styled hard rock, which I'm like, which I'm like, why don't we, why don't we, uh, like, come together and say we are all just part of so music yeah. where, where, like, I remember talking to someone <coughs> where... He was, he was like, I was like, hey man, you should totally come out with me. He's, he's like, I'm not very used to that scene, but, uh, yeah, sure, I'll come out with you. Mm-hmm. So he comes out and he, and uh, we watch the show and he's like, this is you know not my scene, but it's really good. And I'm like, what? I feel like we need to have it as more of one little scene because if we because the thing is if we have divided scenes yeah the shows don't do as good the shows don't do as good i feel like because you know well when we have a small population to begin with so your pickings you know like like that's my thing is like if when you do the math there's three million people here 
Okay, well, there's only 300,000 in the central area. Okay, well, half of those are people who are not going already. The other quarter are children. So you have this small little sliver that you can, like, you know, promote to. Yeah. Well, if you can't get them to... you get you, More, I think, more you get them to come to everything, or at least most things, you know, because it's not for everybody. You know, not everybody right. likes people screaming in their face. Oh, no. But, um. you know, not everybody likes... People with twangy guitars talking about their dog dying and shit. So, like, there is some give and take. But yeah. I'm, I'm down to see any concert. Like I said, I went and saw my buddy Sean last night and the the opening band. I can't remember their name, but they were like a straight-up country act, and they were awesome. I've never seen them before. They killed it. Oh, yeah. Solos out of this world. I was like, what? I uh, I went to go see uh, this band called Arkenpaws, which was kind of like this bluegrass and country type of thing. Interesting. They they opened for uh, Boom Kinetic oh, I at know the who that is. Yeah, at the sure. Rev Room, mm-hmm. and it was really it was really cool. Like uh, the one the mandolin player played like no one else I've ever heard, and the Heck banjo yeah, player. And it was, they had a banjo too. Yeah, they had mandolin a mandolin and a banjo. Yeah, so it was. I think it was a mandolin, banjo, upright, and guitar. Dang, that was it. And all of them, all of them knew how to sing harmonies. So, like, no drummer, no spoons, no. Nope. It no was washboard. I think one of them had maybe like a little like little tiny kick, but that was about it. Oh, he was just playing and playing at the same time. Yeah, nice. It was almost like a little like uh, Mumford and Sons type of setup mm. for the kick, right? So, but it was a uh, it was such a cool thing, and it was something that I usually don't go out to, but I enjoyed the heck out of it. Oh, yeah, because man. of that. Oh yeah, some of the best shows I've ever seen were shows I just you know got drugged to. You know, <laughs> yeah, come out, yeah, dude. Honestly, the the first time I saw Gopher Gold, I was drugged there. Really? Yeah. They they wanted to borrow the lights that we use for my band. We have a light show, and they were like, yeah, they just want them on, blah, blah, blah. I was like, ugh, okay. I'll bring it, but, like, can I get, like, a pizza or something? Like, I didn't want to charge them or nothing, but I got, like, a free, like, they bought me a pizza or something. I can't yeah. remember the deal exactly. But then I'm like, I'm like, through the night, I'm like, shit, man, this is fun. And then they came on, and I was like, holy shit! Yeah. Man, this is actually good! Like, wow! I was blown away. And then, we've been friends ever since. So I didn't even know, one. when I walked in the room, I didn't know a single person. When I left the room, I had seven new friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing about music. It's like, uh, you might... You never know what you're getting yourself into until you walk through and and pay your $5... And, and for me, get that little X. That's right. Know? Yeah. So, because I went to go see, when I went to the Arkenpaws, mm-hmm. uh, I met this guy named Nathan. Uh, he always goes to the more heavier shows. Mm-hmm. And I've always seen him around, but I've never really talked to him. So, so basically, both of us were like, were you at this show? Yeah, man. Were you at that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We were talking. And he was. And he was like, yeah, I went to the, I was at the Whitechapel show. And I was like, man, I wanted to go to that one. 
They didn't and promote that well. Are you talking about the last time they just came? Yeah. To the Rev Room? Yeah. I didn't I was, know about it until the day before. Yeah, same here. I didn't yeah. know at all until that, until then. And I wanted to go to that so badly. Me too. And uh, I think it was, yeah, it wasn't that like a couple months ago? It was a couple months ago. It's so like, it was like, and I didn't know their whole roster, but it was, so the day before I found out it was Whitechapel, the next night was Drowning Pool, which I'm not a Drowning Pool fan, but... I was like, "How did I not hear oh, about this?" I went, I went to see Drowning Pool, and I've seen them probably three times. But like, I was working, yeah, you know, so like I was there for other stuff. But I've seen, I mean, they're good. It's just not my speed, right? Yeah. And but and I, I thought, uh, okay, I know maybe three songs, right? Mainly one song, the radio hits, yeah, yeah. And uh, but when I went, like they, they were. It was different than what I expected, cause like, cause they came on and and they were like, they can't like the lead singer was like, the lead singer literally looked like the dude from Kubekhan like yeah yeah, and he he just comes up, what's up you know he's yep. screaming, and then I'm like yeah this is awesome like yeah they're better live I will give them that yeah and I don't, I'm not a fan of like the rate like they're. When you hear it on the radio, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually like that guy. You know, that guy passed away, so they had to get a new singer. Yeah, and like, I, okay, you know, I get it. That's a tough decision. That's a tough call. You got to press on that kind of stuff. But I was just so like apprehensive. I was like, oh god, like, yeah, man, we're working for who? All right, whatever. I mean, at least I know the one song. Yeah, and it's cool. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, you know, actually. He, their new front guy, which I say new, he's been around forever now. Uh, he's not bad. No, he's know? not. And uh, and the thing is, like, he has like the Freddie Mercury mic combo with like there's no stand, but it's just the bar. Yeah, it's just the bar, and he has that little the the vintage '50s style. Yeah, yeah. And then, and the thing is, so my dad again, so he he does not really like this music. <laughs> <laughs> like I when we went to go see the hardcore for homeless there was this one band that came on called 13X. Yeah, yeah. And and I was and I kind of liked that. It was it was more of like scream like screaming and stuff yep. like that. <clears throat> and my mom is rocking out cuz she cuz she kind of liked that stuff. And then you have my dad who's just staring in awe of at the band just like, "Uh, what is going on?" <laughs> and my friends are there, so they're making fun of him like, <laughs> <laughs> that's "But funny. that's awesome." Man. So, but anyway, <sighs> so my my mom, she loves Drowning Pool. So, she wanted to go to the show. Mm-hmm. I I was indifferent of going, either going or not. Right. But she was like, yeah, we have to go to this. So we were like, okay. So we go to the show, and and my dad is like, you know, this is actually not bad. Like, really? I expected I expected worse. I, ex- I expected... Uh, right. I expected him to start screaming at me and making <laughs> me feel bad. <laughs> but, but, you know, it was... It was actually a really, really great show. Like I, and uh, was I was this at the Rev Room. Yeah, yeah, it was at the Rev Room. There was not a lot of people, believe it or not. Like, eh, you know, that's yeah, that's the topic of debate for sure. Like, why? 
Like, I think it was because that it wasn't really promoted as I, much. I think you're probably right. Well, because I think that, and I think that whole area just, I don't know, man. I was down there last night, and it just doesn't seem like the same vibe. Yeah, and and the thing is, like, the last hang, Headbangers Ball, like, they had ghosts uh, play at the Metroplex. Mm, yeah. And that was a big show. It was. So, and then I was expecting... These guys have been around longer, and they and a lot of people radio more, hits, like a couple radio hits, yeah. and you would think they'd be bigger. No, there was like maybe about two hundred people in the bar. Man, which I'm like, man, that's, in a six hundred cap room, that's it's tough to look at. Yeah, you, yeah. You put that in Vinos, and you're like, what? Yeah, Whoa. put that in Vinos and you'll get a... That's basically sold out. It is sold out. Yeah. It's oversold, technically. Really? Technically speaking. Yeah, the capacity in the back room is only 175. Man. But the whole building, see, yeah. it gets kind of weird because they're attached. Yeah. I mean, it's just a doorway, so what is the capacity? It's a, it's a whole thing. I'm not sure how to like... And I'm not sure what numbers they use, but I know that they'll just keep on letting people come in. So they'll just let people come in until it stacks up to the bar. I think I think what they do is they let people come in until they hit the building capacity, even if the whole back room, like where they eat where they eat and stuff, is still full with like just regular customers. Yeah. So there could be technically sometimes like five hundred people in that building, which Dang. is stupid. Yeah, that Man, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that I'm just I'm just thinking like I feel I like if someone were like claustrophobic or something, that would that would be like, man. Well, dude, I, I mean, the Arkansas show, the benefit, it sold it oversold. Yeah. It was like yeah. 200 and something. I can't remember the exact number Christian told me, but it was great. The turnout was amazing. Yeah, that I was what was cool was like there was not like a all of them were local all of them were local bands mm -hmm. no they all worked very hard they all did their part and even Abamel coming all the way from I think Jonesboro is where they live like yeah you know and, and they were still on it like promoting it yeah we're coming down blah 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 which is hard to do man they're like what how far is Jonesboro like two and a half hours yeah it's that, a stupid amount of then, time away and then like they gotta drive home and then by the time they're done packed like it's already like you know oh two, yeah by the time they put everything away it's already 2am and then they odds are probably have jobs later I'm just thinking man I could not do that <laughs> like, that's tough well we're playing Memphis the night after this Friday and I'm just oh. like, we're staying the night, but I know I'm going to have to wake up at like six and come home because I have a, you know, I have a life. Yeah. I got to do laundry and stuff and work on my house and all this other stuff. And then I have to go to work the next day. So it's like, well, you better get something done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's tough. It's tough until you get like, you know, the break or whatever, if you ever get a break. Yeah, contract or whatever, and so you're gonna be doing pop punk, huh? Yeah, and that's like that's my favorite thing. I love pop punk. That's why when I see see you know all these newer bands come out of the woodwork, mm -hmm. I always get excited. And when when I saw that Green Day really was gonna be like when they were still re in the middle of doing a Revolution Radio, mm -hmm. I was. 
I went back to my like 13 year old self <laughs> going like Green Day. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and then I went to the South on Main and that's when I met Jeff Matika. Oh, for right. The, for the first time and I was and I again starstruck mm-hmm. because I was like I never thought I would meet him, you know. And I've been there with that band at Juanita's the the Foxborough hot tubs. Yeah, dude, wild man. I yeah I heard about wild. that. That when was that? That was a long time ago. Yeah, you were probably very young. Yeah, I. It was like a one off. There were only seven shows, I think, and we were the first one. And I was just like, like you said, like starstruck, like whoa, that's Green Day right there in Juanita's. <laughs> Why small bar? Yeah, like like giant band, and then they they proved it. I was like, oh, yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I love and I and I love bands like that. I so when I uh, saw that uh, that some forty one was going to be playing that was going to be playing mm-hmm. at at the Metroplex, I was like, that is like one of the bands that I wanted to go see because I listened. I'd to like to see some forty one. Like yeah, and and I remember like listening to Motivation, and I was thinking that's uh-huh. the coolest song ever. Did you uh, have you guys practiced yet? Um, as uh, my pop punk band, yes, we're, yeah? we're yeah, we are working on uh, a couple songs right Sweet. now. Sweet. So so hopefully maybe by the end of the year. Maybe 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 we're aiming for that. Sweet. So let me know, man. I'll come. That that sounds like fun. Yeah, that, and the thing is, like, that with those shows, I so again coming from a cover band, it wasn't because I'm more of a jump around, sling like, like sling my guitar everywhere. Oh yeah, I know the Basically. vibe. <laughs> yeah, and which everyone else in the band that didn't really, because I was really the <coughs> only one that was going crazy. They weren't driving. Yeah, they're. Cause and I get it because we do this every week, right? And I try to do the same thing every week, go crazy. Mm-hmm. But but basically, like when I did uh, that, when I went to the pop punk band, I was like, "Hey man, uh, so I like to do this, this, and this. Uh, is there going to be any issues with that?" Like and he's like, no. no, no. In fact, I would rather, I would want you to go into the crowd. Yeah, do more of that. Do more yeah. of that. Uh-huh. Like literally, I want you to just climb on the scaffolding. That's right. And like, <laughs> you know what? If you just feel like climbing up the 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 the, the truss and just hanging out up there upside down, pull, that would pull, be great. Pulling Eddie Vedder and like <laughs> Scott and like stage dive off the truss, man. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's risky. I mean, you're lightweight enough. You probably would. You, they'd catch you. Uh, I'd hope so. <laughs> I'd but, splat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and about three other people, we're going kaput. <laughs> yeah, the thing is about that is like, uh, is uh, I, I'm again, I'm still new to stage diving. I mm-hmm. just, I just could not see myself do that unless there was like, like a lot, couple thousand people, couple yeah. thousand. Yeah. Like all together, or else, because I again I would not yeah, do that. It, it just sounds so sketchy to me. 
Man, we've been talking for a while. You want to wrap this thing up? Um, yeah, I'm sure. Tell, tell people, uh, tell people where to find your stuff. Okay, uh, you can find your Arkansas music on Instagram at your Arkansas music, all one word, mm-hmm. and you can also find find it on uh, Facebook at your Arkansas music, and you can. Also, if you want to find some of my original stuff, you can find me at Zachary Smith Music on Instagram, or you can just friend me on Facebook. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for coming, man. I know it was like Super Bowl Sunday, uh, so thanks for you know hanging out, having a podcast with yeah. me on, the, I guess, a holiday for most people. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, man. I, I enjoyed oh, this. Yeah, and actually come back when your band gets going. Yeah. Like, I would love to have you guys on. Uh, Tyler's awesome. Love Tyler. Uh, come back on, and we can talk more. Help, and, like, let's let's set something up, too, for the Arkansas music thing. Like, let's let's get some uh, collaborations going, stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Let's Sounds do like it. Sounds like a great. I love the vibe. Thank you, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm on the internet. Crashcast Pod, Twitter, Crashcast Pod 1. We use it sometimes, but not really. Uh, it's not even really me, (laughs) but, uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening.